Hey everybody, this is Geeks from the Multiverse Podcast. As always, this is John, and with me is my buddy Matt. What's up, everybody? And our good friend Greg Lesko. Yes, who's back? Back hey. again. Oh God. Please don't. Please don't. We're not I'm gonna just, I'm leaving it at that. Okay, good, good, good. So since from last week, right? So we just talked about villains, and this week we're gonna be talking about music and different instruments, for example, that have changed in I would say the the culture of music, right? So like things that are different in, you know, the electronic based instruments and different kind of weird wacky instruments and just in general, right? So like geeky geeky things that have changed music as itself and we're going to kind of dive into, you know, maybe like different genres of music that, you know, maybe we're all listening to or, you know, different maybe experiences that we have in music in general because I know Greg, our good friend over here, has played multiple different instruments and so I'd be curious to hear, you know, how we got into it and, you know, kind of go dive in that into a little bit as well. But yes, mostly this is a music-based episode. So, you know, it's a variety of different things. But I know that we don't have news this week, Matt. No, but I do have, you know, a question that I wanted to pose to all of you. Oh. And um, I only really kind of thought of the question because I've started listening to this band on Spotify and it kind of spawned this, this question and it's, you know, what are you listening to currently? Um, so the band that I'm listening to is called Galactic Empire and they are a metal cover band that does covers of Star Wars music. Hmm. Okay. A little different. Yeah. So they have covers of the Mandalorian theme. They've recently just did the Bad Batch theme. Um, but they have a whole album ranging from the Cantina song to Duel of the Fates. Um, basically, a whole genre of Star Wars theme songs. That takes some talent right there. Do all of that. Yeah, and they're... I'm... You know, when it comes to listening to, and I'm I'm very much into like the metal genre. I'm I'm very much a metal snob, and when when it comes to certain types of metal, like there definitely is like good metal and terrible metal. And when you're listening to covers bands, like most of them are usually pretty terrible when it comes to doing covers. But this band is actually like what they're doing as far as making these st- like Star Wars covers are really really good. So if you haven't like checked them out, they're on Spotify. Just like search Galactic Empire, and you'll you'll see them pop up. They're they are really really good. I feel like they should take <clears throat> the the back of your car and like put that as an album cover. I really think they should. I mean, I really think they should just take a photo and just be like, here you go, here's an album cover, and base it just on that, you know, whatever it may be. Actually, somebody on, on the Everett passed me, and their license plate was Sith Lord, and I was like, ooh, okay, that's fitting. <laughs> so, Greg, what do, you, what do you listen to now? What, what um, well, I'm kind of all over the place with what I listen to. Uh, my main band that I love is 311, um, but I'm not always listening to them. Currently, right now, I'm in a uh, like '40s big band swing phase. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll be I'll I'll be driving to work. Uh, namely, I listen to the Modern Airs. They're like a, a vocal group from around that time. They performed with Glenn Miller Orchestra, hmm. um, and it's pretty much exactly like how you picture '40s and '50s music is that, you know, with the the harmonizing vocals and just full band and everything like that. It's, it's, to me, it's super relaxing. Um, it can be upbeat. It can be, you know, slower, but it's all relaxing to me. I just love the aesthetic of it too. Like how the sound quality, how it's so raw and just old school, basically, Mm. you know, so that's, that's what's on, that's my playlist. Um, it's a lot of, a lot of times that's my go-to playlist. Just when I want to mellow out, which is kind of funny because other people are just like, oh, I'll listen to, you know, whatever to mellow out. And nope, that's, that's my go-to. I just, I, I get real relaxed from it. 
takes me away to another time, a better time that I didn't get to live in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would I would love to go back to the 40s and 50s just to see what it was like, but yep. um I'm not going to be that interesting, man. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of what I listen to is um I would say more like EDM or like uh, electronic or, or you know techno whatever depending on what the day is, but um a lot of it I've noticed with some of the newer ones that they're coming out with is like they'll they'll like remix a song to like um like how to save a life or like you know something random like that you know from the fray but like like they'll do it and then they'll like make it like do 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 you know like they'll make it like really upbeat and I'm like this song is depressing why are you, like <laughs> why are you making an upbeat song like you know but it's interesting to see how it's like, for the club John for the club like, do, do, do. and you're like wait a minute whoa wait like hey that's a how to save a life do 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 you know like you know I don't know but it's random you know it's it, it's interesting because I love how with EDM and whatnot they'll they'll take songs that are totally random like it didn't matter where it came from it could have been you know 40s it could be wherever and they'll just like you know put a beat into it like you know and like get into it and then you're like wow like th this is really good or it's wow i didn't what? know celine dion had this kind of why <laughs> <laughs> no, you agree it's just it's weird because i, I don't know it, it's a different style it's a different things but i mean i it's tough because a lot of the music nowadays is not what it should be Right, because if you go back in the, let's say, I don't know, depending on what genre of music, like early two thousands, nineties, eighties, nine, you know, go back even further. Like they had legit songs, they had meaning, they had all this stuff. Nowadays, it's like, I don't know, like, like some of the, like I'll, I'll say this as an example, but like mumble rappers, okay, they'll just him and him and the whom the whoo, you know, and then they go into it, and then you're like, and they're just like, boom, 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 you know, and it's just and like, the funny part about it is. They probably have twelve writers writing that song. <laughs> so, so the worst part is, is like the my favorite my favorite thing is when they they use the names of like, like so they have like little peep, little Uzi Bert, little this, little that, little. I'm like, can you make up a new name besides little? You ain't that little man. Like there's little Wayne, right? There's little John. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's like you know, there's those guys. They have those names, but you have little peep. Okay, what's up, little peep? You know, like, you know, it's stupid to me. Like, why don't you make an actual name that makes sense, right? Or make something that means something to you. You know, it, it, that's why a lot of the rappers or a lot of the, like, artists and stuff are like, yeah, um, I'm the peace symbol. Like, what? <laughs> like, that's your name is the peace symbol? I mean, I understand Prince did that, but, I mean, not the peace symbol, but he made his own symbol. But, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense when you have, you know, these people like, yeah, my name's Dew, bro. Uh, you're like, okay, what, what what do you talk about? You're like, like Mountain Dew, baby. You're like, you know, like I don't understand this. Like, that doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh, so they're extreme. They're extreme Mountain Dew, baby. <laughs> but you know, so I guess really what I'm trying to say is, is like, I I I like a lot of a lot of different stuff. So like, yes, my dad, for example, you know, <laughs> growing up, sorry, um, you know, we would listen to a lot of like. You know, have you like so like seventies, right? So you'd have like ACDC, you'd have like Meatloaf, you'd have like, um, like the classic rock. Oh yeah, classic yeah. rock and, and stuff like that. And then you know, so of course, as I got older a little bit, you know, we listened to like country, you know, certain nineties country, like some of that, right? And so actually, for a long time, I hated country because that's all they would play, and there was nothing else that they wanted to listen to. And so I was like, I need to grow up, and I need to figure out what music is. And so I would look around, and I would be like. Yeah, I'll admit. Okay, I was that white kid who loved Eminem. Okay, you know what? So be it. I, I did. I think some people might agree, whatever. So you'd listen to it, you know, and you'd have, like, different music and whatnot. And you grow up and you, you kind of learn what the culture was at that time, right? So, you know, for me, like, early 2000s and stuff like that. So, like, you know, now looking back at, you know, I remember uh, Lou Vega, right? It's a very random one, but Mambo number 5, okay? When you hear the song as a kid, you're like... Oh yeah, and uh, then and then you know, like you're listening to it, and it it's like it's great, and then all of a sudden as you get older, you're like, wait, this guy was talking about what? Like he was talking about multiple women, and like, you know, how he has multiple relationships and stuff like that, and I'm like, what did I listen to? Like, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. But like, I think for me it's more eclectic. So if some people were like, hey, you should try to listen to this, okay, I, I'm I'm game. Like you tell me. 
Like I'll listen to Galactic Empire. I, hell, I'd be even listening, you know, to your, you know, forties band. You know, like I, that's fine. But at the end of the day, the one thing I don't like is that sad country. Like my dog died the other day. You know, and you know, and like <laughs> I lost my job. And like, no, man, I don't need that. Like, there's, there's got to be tempo. There's got to be something. There's got to be meaning. I feel like that's what it is. Is meaning and actually has like a good beat to go along with the actual song. And that's hard to do nowadays. You know yeah, I, mean? I could I could never get into country myself. I mean, I've always been, you know, even though, yes, I, I was born in 79, but going through the 80s, I was only like, you know, one through 10. So music to me wasn't a real thing. But I could say in the 90s, for me, like 90s alternative, grunge, like that's, that's, that's my thing. Like that's oh, that's, yeah. that's I mean, where Kurt I'm at. Cobain and Kurt Cobain, like Foo Fighters, like that's that's where I'm at. And I have a, like a four hour playlist oh, of, you mean nine of inch all nails? these like alternative. You know, basically it's my sing along playlist. It's got oh, it's not the Disney sing alongs. <laughs> no, follow the bouncing Mickey ears. <laughs> unlike unlike my Spotify, John, I don't uh, have a Justin Bieber sing along. Okay, playlist. you know what. I do not have one. I want to repeat that for the record. <laughs> Stay on the record. I do not have a Justin Bieber playlist. Guess I, I, oh, you're not a believer? It seems like you are because you keep talking about him. I don't talk about him. Hey, you know, it's okay, John. Uh, no, Matt. It's, it's I, okay. I just, I don't, I'm not a believer, man. I just, okay I don't to, do that. It's okay to admit that you're a believer, John. Well, it's funny because you talked about the, uh, um, the sad country music and it reminded me of a meme that I saw. It was just like, oh, with all the self-driving vehicles out now, sooner uh, country artists are going to be talking about how their truck ran away from them. <laughs> so so I, I'm just going to mention this real quick, but my mother, I love her to death, but there was one song, and it was, it was literally her ringtone. And whenever she, like, it was an alarm clock, basically. And it would go, I, it was like, I'm something like you love with me. You know, and it was just like, something about Tennessee and it was just like I it was constant so literally every morning I would go into a room and shut it off for her because sometimes she didn't get up and I'm like change it or I'm going to throw your phone at the 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 freaking window because it it was so annoying and again I love her to death but there was so many times where you know like you understand like you know how those like always new songs you're like oh I gotta repeat that like if you ever like feel like I had to repeat it yeah. She would do it to the extreme. And I mean, like, her favorite song I remember was, at the time when I showed her this, was it was Tayo Cruz. And it was, oh, I think it was, um, I think it was Break Your Heart or, some, or, or something along the lines of that. I can't remember the exact song name off the top of my head, but she'll know. Um, but she would play that constantly and, like, repeat it, repeat it. I'm like... There's only so much I want to listen to in this car with you, especially, right? And I think another one was like Carpenters. Okay, I understand it was like, you know, very mellow, you know, it's nice, you know, I listened to it with her. But again, it was almost constant to the degree of that's all we listened to. And I would be like, let's turn it to the radio. <laughs> let's do something else. Like, I can't do this anymore. But I agree. I think music in general is depending on the era, right? So, like, you always have, you know, like your 70s, like, you know, there's, there's great rock, there's, you know, there's great maybe blues or, you know, whatever it may have been, you know, during that time. And then, like, you know, you got 80s, like, yeah, you got the heavy, you know, hair metal or the, the hair bands and, you know, the, all the pop and all the, you know, that stuff. And the 90s, you know, it was like, yeah, you got rap, you got, you know, grunge, you got all, you know. Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Snoop. There <laughs> oh, it is. <okay>. Sorry. <laughs> But but it was one of those things like every every era had their own style of music and it was nice and it was different. Nowadays, I don't know what the heck it is. Yeah, and I, I I couldn't tell you what it is, and I don't know. Even though that you keep saying, "Oh, you're you're just a baby," as you like to call me, um, <laughs> I don't know, Matt. I don't. I'm really out. It. I'm literally not in tune with this culture. I am so out of it that I don't even like to listen to certain music because I don't know what it's about. Like I said, when the mumble rappers start talking, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, literally, it's like taking Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> and, like, making him like, yeah, I was like, I don't know what you're talking Boom about. Boomhauer. <laughs> Ozzy yes, and Boomhauer. Boom yes. 
But anyways, mm. I know we got some musical instruments that we want to talk about. We do. We do. So some crazy, you know, I guess they're not really that crazy, but when you do kind of look at them and you're, you're seeing them maybe for the first time, you could kind of look at them and go, how could anybody play that thing? The, those are kind of the instruments that, you know, I have a couple on my list. Um, the very first one is an instrument called the Chapman stick. And I'm sure for most people, you're kind of like, what the heck is that? Um, I'm like, what the heck is that? Because I'm like the Chapman. Like, I'm thinking like chapstick, and then you just add man to the chap. It's like. So this is a musical instrument created by an individual named Emmett Chapman in the early 1970s. Oh, I'm sorry. So, of course, he had to name it of himself. But anyways. So this is a member of the guitar family. Oh. And the Chapman stick is usually has. 10 or 12 individual strings. Um, you can use it to play bass lines, melody lines, chords, or textures. Hmm. I uh, honestly don't know what that means, but it's okay, and I don't need to know. So um, you can use this. Um, they, they, they call it polyphonic, which is having two or more voice tones. Okay. Um, which the, the 10 or 12 strings on the Chapman stick um, is you basically, if you look at a guitar, yeah. you, you have six strings or a bass has four or five or more depending on the, the bass that you get. But generally, bass have four and right. yep. guitars have six. If you put those two together, that's what you're looking at as far as a Chapman stick. So 10 strings. 10 strings or if you have... 12, then you're looking at having the, the six for, you know, your guitar and then your six for your bass. Oh, so you could literally go from like high to low at any point. So you could even do both at the same time and it would. Right. And in. A ch- the Chapman stick also doesn't have the same type of head or body that a regular guitar has. So when you look at a guitar, it has the really wide body, you know, with like the bridge and the pickups and all that other stuff. Yep. The Chapman stick is is literally just the neck. So it's okay. It's it's a long neck. You you actually play it at like a forty five, like a forty degree angle, and you don't strum it. You you play it with what they call hammer on. So you're just you're just tapping on it. Did you ever play Guitar Hero? I, yes, I have, play, yeah, so you're talking like. You know the, where you have to just push the buttons up here and well, not the strum pattern? Yeah, yeah so that's, yeah, that's your hammer on. Uh, okay, I got you. So, uh, see, now, see, that's a great example. See, like, I wouldn't have known. I'm like, okay, hold on. Yeah. Like, like tapping, like, that's what I would have thought. Like, what are we talking about here? But And I can't believe I just used that example. I can't stand that game. <laughs> He's like, I want the real thing, that's, man. That's my thing. Well, I always had to have the real thing. Well, I think Rock Band did a pretty, I thought, well, I mean, what, it's, I mean, right, because they, they did do, like, actual, I mean, electronic, I guess, instruments, but I thought they had, like, actual strings and stuff with it, maybe? Maybe I'm wrong? I don't know. No. I mean, it, it was just like a... Well, well was that, I mean, that strum thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, so no, Guitar Hero, yes, that was notorious for the, you know, the red, green, blue, whatever, right? But Rock Band, I think, kind of, like, jumped up a little bit, and I th- I swore that they had, like, an actual, like, almost as maybe not quite like a guitar, but at least close to it. It wasn't actually, like, the actual, like, buttons you'd be pressing. I thought it was, like, actually, like... Maybe strings, maybe I'm wrong because I never had it because it was always too expensive because it was always more. But anyways, that's another story. Well, it definitely had a better drum kit. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the Chapman stick, so it has, you know, the strings of a guitar, the strings of a bass, and you, you wouldn't necessarily play it the same way as you would a guitar or a bass because you're not strumming. Um, you would play, you know, melody lines. You could play bass lines. You could play the same type of chords you're just not strumming yeah so it it does take a lot of skill to to learn how to play this and it like a guitar it it can be um tuned the same way although most of the chapman sticks are tuned i believe in fourths um 
but it, it's a really interesting instrument. And if you ever want to YouTube it, just YouTube Chapman Stick, there's a lot of really, really cool videos of, of professionals actually playing these. I'm curious, man. Would you ever want to play one? I think it's interesting. I, I would be interested in learning. But okay. it, it it's one of those instruments, it's like you don't just pick it up and start kind of like, it, it yeah. would take a little bit to, because you, you, you have to kind of separate, because playing bass and playing guitar, there are two separate things that bass players do that guitar players do, like don't do, and it's vice versa. So the reason why I'm asking is because I know you play bass, right? But I do, yeah. but, you know, would you be able to establish between the two to be able to play it, you know, more effectively. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like differentiating that. It's very tricky because playing a Chapman stick, and I've I've only I've actually known one person who can play it, and I've actually played with this person. This was years ago, um, but we we played at a Londonderry Old Home Days, oh, okay. where yeah. where he played the Chapman stick, oh, and he okay. was he was amazing. Um, but it's one of those things where if you're playing a bass line, you have to play that bass line along with a melody line at the same time. Yeah. And that's where it can get complicating because you have to you have to think about what the what you're doing as a bass line on top of the melody line, which are two separate things. It's sort of almost like if you think of drumming, yeah, yep. Each hand, your feet are doing completely separate things. And you have to, I mean, it's muscle memory, so after a time, yes, playing the Chapman stick would just be like muscle memory, but it's separating that complete thing where you have a complete range of vo you know, voice tones that you can go from the top to the bottom. Yeah. And no matter like what key or what range that you want to play, you can go as low as you need to or as high as you want to. You can do lead lines with this thing. You can harmonize with other guitars. You can play as a piano if you wanted to. Like, That's kind of what I was thinking was the way you're saying, you know, do bass line with one hand and do like melody lines and, and stuff like that with the other. It's kind of like a piano. It's kind of like, it's, you know, you do a, your bass lines yeah. on, you know, with one hand and then you do your, your other stuff with the other hand. It's it's very much like a stringed piano, very much. Mm. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I don't play any of those instruments. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the only thing I could agree with Greg is, like, I played a little bit of drums, right? So, like, if we talked about drums, then maybe I was like, okay, yeah, I can, I can get behind that. But playing, like, string instruments, wind instruments, you know, whatever, yeah, no, I, I, you couldn't catch me, like, playing a flute because I, I can't do that, man. Like, if you try it, I'm, I'm not doing it. Sorry. All right, so some of the... So, some of the technical, I'll, I'll go into some of the technical um, things with the Chapman stick. So it, it does have both active and passive pickups, which passive means that they're not powered. Active means that there's power, like usually there's a battery involved. Oh, okay. Where you would flip a switch and they would turn on. Hmm. Um, they do use dual quarter-inch plugs. So in order to plug into an amp, you would have to have... Like a splitter or something? A, a splitter, because you would have two outputs hmm. that would go, because you would have two pickups. So you would have a splitter that would go two quarter-inch plugs out into one, and then in, into your amp. Because um, it's, it's like bass and then your melody. So that's why there's two. Uh, okay. So it's because of the the strings and the the different tones that you get. Um the back of the neck is not curved like a guitar. So it has different grooves, but like a guitar most necks are are curved. Yeah. Um so yeah. that your hand can fit around them. Um this one's not curved, but it has grooves so that your thumb can fit into particular spots. I thought you were going to say it's cuz it's groovy. Oh, 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 dad joke. Oh. Dad jokes for days. Worst joke of the year. No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and playing this, um, playing it, there is a strap that would hook, like at the top, 
and then down at the body so you could strap it at 40 degrees um again like i said there's no strumming or plucking it's hammer-ons um tuning is different than a guitar um but there is a, a greater range of octaves with the Chapman stick, which makes it a, a pretty versatile instrument as far as playing in a band. Um, just takes a whole lot of skill to learn and, and master. So I feel like when this guy was like doing, he's like, you know what? I'm going to be a one man guitar, you know, bass guy, you know, and I'm sitting there like, it's cool that the guy wanted to, you know, create something like this. But I mean, yes, if you're just, Let's say you don't have a guitar player and you also need a bass player. Like, that's great. Maybe if this guy knows how to play both. But really, like, really? Like, come on. I, I think you could try to find a guitar player and a bass player separately. You know what I mean? It's cool that you could do both. But I, I just feel like the, the necessary use behind this instrument is very few far in between, depending on, like, the band and stuff like that. That is just me. That's just looking at it a perspective, right? Because, I mean, I understand that maybe... You might have a guitar player, but like, ah, oh, well, I need Yeah, this. but I mean, it's it's really in in the way that it's played because if you're like like I'm an I would say I'm a pretty normal bass player. I'm not playing with hammer-ons. I'm plucking the strings with my fingers, which gives a a different type of tone. Mm. Okay. Yeah. If if Greg was playing guitar, he's also strumming. He's not going to be playing with hammer-ons, although there might be songs where hammer-ons are needed. But for the most part, he's not playing with hammer-on. So I think the, the, the stick gives a different type of tone. And you could do, because of the amount of octaves that there can be, you're giving a different kind of tone. So I can see that there, there could be potential for a lot of places within the band to, whether you're doing harmonizing between the bass player and the guitar player, or you're doing you know, more lead lines because with the Chapman stick, like you're doing hammer-ons there, you could potentially do all the lead lines where if you just had a guy that only knew how to really play rhythm guitar, the Chapman stick would be perfect for lead lines. I, it, the only reason I'm asking is because like reality is like, how popular is this instrument? Like, I feel like you've, you said you've only met one person. I've only known one person, but I'm also not a professional musician. Well, yes. But I, yeah, I, right. In... In professional, you know, music, it's not a popular instrument. Okay. Well, I mean, and maybe that could that could change, right? Maybe maybe down the road, or maybe if they create a new genre, right, with this particular instrument, there you go. You just created something. Hopefully, that's better than what we're listening to nowadays. But yeah. But I would I would tell you, you know, just go YouTube it. It's called the Chapman Stick. Um. Some of the videos are, are really, really cool, especially when you see some of the videos, there's like two people playing it at the same time. Like, they're really, really cool. Hmm. Um, but it is, it is a cool instrument. Really, really expensive, way out of my price range. But Just out of curiosity, what would be one that's, let's say, used? Well, brand new, that I think they pretty much are like 2500 brand, brand new. So used, I would say, if you go any less than... Probably about a thousand. You're you're probably not getting a good deal. <laughs> okay, so you're getting the stick with no strings. <laughs> you're getting, yeah, the, yeah. Stick with, you're getting <laughs> the body. You're, you're getting not getting the, everything. The else. stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so, uh, what was the other thing, Matt? Because I was looking at that too. Actually, yes. well, well, actually, you mentioned oh. that, and it made me think of one: oh. a lap steel guitar. I think those things have the coolest sound of. Uh, it, you know, you look that up on YouTube. There's a per there's a, a group actually, uh, a guy plays that in, and it's Robert Randolph, and he's he's amazing. And I just think it's cool. It's like you're looking like you're sitting at a desk or whatever, and you're just you got one hand moving around on the fretboard, and the other one, um, you know, that's where you're playing the actual strings. And they just have such a cool tone to them. Um, and he actually plays it like with distortion, so it comes out sounding really really cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's one to look up is Robert Randolph and the Family Band. Hmm. Okay. All right. There's actually another one I was thinking. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. This is the problem when you have two people that play music. We <laughs> we, we we just think of these things. Um, there's a group that I was listening to. Um, 
there's actually a couple uh, Mongolian metal groups. I okay. I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah. Um, and for the most part, like they they do this interesting thing, and that's not the instrument I'm talking about. But they they do this interest interesting thing where they they do throat singing. Yes. But that's actually not what I'm talking about. But no, but the the, the, <laughs> the 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 throat singing thing is interesting. Yes. But if you look at the instruments they're playing, they're actually aren't they traditional? They're traditional, and most of them only have two strings. And when you're actually looking at them, like they're very traditional guitars, they have two strings, and you're like, well, that would make it really perfect. Like there's only two strings, that'd be easy to play. The sound that they come out with is so phenomenal sounding. Well, it's almost like if you, because aren't they, it's like they're almost sliding their fingers as well as once they pluck it, they're like sliding it to make that different tone, right? If I'm Yeah, not... and then one of them's using like an actual um, bow. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and um, I think the one of the bands is New, N-U, or Hugh. Yeah, they're like. I, I think I know what you're talking about. It was, it was a song that came out like a couple years ago. I yeah. Think. yeah. Um, and all the guitars, I think, are different. I think like one's blue, one's red. Um, and they have like these crazy looking dragons on, on, the, on the headstock. Um, but they're just really cool sounding. Because if, if I'm not mistaken, like all of them. So like the, there's one main guy that's like the, the throat singing and then everyone else kind of like, it's almost like they harmonize a little bit. And they like they they almost also do the throat singing, but they're also kind of like like humming. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I I believe it's interesting too that the hue it's, oh, was it the hue the hue yeah didn't they because they I'm pretty sure they used drums too, but it wasn't like they were like actual I don't even know what to call them like the big like circle drums that are like you could place on the ground and just like you know start. I think I know. I think maybe you'll know what I'm talking about, Greg. Maybe a little bit here. Can you can you mime that again? Because like, that you know, was kind of funny. Boom, you know, like the mar- <laughs> like, not like marching band, but like you know the the big drums and then they're like using the. It's gonna sound weird, but yes, like a stick with a. What looks like a cotton ball, but it's not really a cotton ball. A mallet. Is it called a mallet? Okay, sure. We'll call it a mallet because I didn't know that's the technical <laughs> term. But you know they're doing that, and I believe they're like. You know, boom, boom. You know, they're like they're making that. You know, following along with the throat sound too. So, I just think that's cool when you know you get that Mongolian, you know, traditional style music, and you know you you bring in that culture, which that's what I'm talking about. Like nowadays, we don't do that. Yeah, we make things up, and I'm like, you need to have meaning, bro. Like, go back to your roots. Go find something. Go experience life. Like, go do other things, because my God, people, wake up. <laughs> wake up from Skynet, okay? <laughs> like, we need to get back to reality. Like, have meaning. Don't play these songs. Don't make up things that you're like, oh, hey, look. Look at me. I'm drinking Mountain Dew. You know, like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm kidding, Greg, because I know he was drinking it. But, oh. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even put two and two together there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's interesting because. I just feel like music nowadays needs to go back to the roots of where like a lot of the, you know, you, like if you think about a lot of music nowadays, I mean, blues was a big part of a lot of the music, musical genres. Right. And so why can't you go back to that and maybe do stuff that is actually more meaningful? Right. So like when you're talking about the hue, like they're going back to their roots, they're going back, they're using traditional instruments and they're making really cool music. Okay. So, Yes, the next instrument we have is the pedal harp. Is it just the pedal harp? Is that really what it's called? Well, it's uh, like grand harp, pedal oh, harp. Okay. I mean, yeah. they're they're kind of the same instrument, I guess. Um, pedal harp, grand harp. Uh, it's more of the, like not you know the the small, I guess, more handheld harps that you would generally see people have. Or you're talking like the like Greeks and like the little tiny ones that you know people would play or whatever. Right. Okay. Um, these would be the tall six, seven foot harps that you would see, you know, more or less in yeah, so opera, opera. Yeah, or like somebody and... sitting there, you know, doing the you know the fluttering of the strings, I guess if you want to yeah. call it like that. But yeah. 
So the the grand harp or pedal harp was created in the 17th, 18th century. Um, and the more, I guess, pedal design of the harp itself wasn't created until the actual 1800s. Hmm. Um, the pedal for the harp itself was essentially so that the harp could play all the major and minor keys. So that's, that's what the pedals are for, for the harp itself. So when you have the harp, it'll have pedals for all the, every key. Hmm. I didn't realize that's what those pedals were for. It's kind of so, cool. So it, what, it, does it like play different notes? Is that what it, like you can do like different notes because based on the, the, the actual pedals itself, is that what I'm? Yes. Oh, okay. And we'll get there. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> so just the general appearance. Um, generally, they stand at about six feet tall. They're about four feet deep and 21 and a half inches wide at the base of the soundboard. And they weigh about 80 pounds. You know, I, I don't even want to, like, because I remember, like, the old, like, cartoons, like, you see, like, the grand pianos, and it's like, I wouldn't imagine, like, trying to, like, carry this harp somewhere. Like, okay, where are we moving it to? Oh, it's... Uh... This thing, I don't think, was one of those instruments that you carry around well no i'm not saying that what i'm saying <laughs> is throw a strap on it like a guitar walk around with it <laughs> back no i just i i feel like you literally have to be like okay you grab it you drop it you're gonna you're basically not right. gonna move that thing at yeah. all but it sucks because like let's say you move though right or like let's say you move around like it's not something you go like okay hold on guys oh you gotta be careful now like and i mean unless you were really like that rich i I don't necessarily think you would have one of these in your house like you would see these generally in like a place of music or a music hall or an opera house or somewhere i mean well if all right i mean if you do have like let's say you are rich right you probably would have one area where you'd put like maybe a piano and a harp and you know maybe put them somewhat close together to be able to do that yeah yeah, I just can't imagine picking that thing up, though. No, you definitely wouldn't. Well, I've seen some before that are on, like, their own wheeled cart. Oh, really? So they, so they can move around. It's almost, it, it's, like, tailor-made to the shape of this harp. And, huh. you know, it has locking wheels, so it'll stay in place. And that's how they move it around, is with one of those things. I mean, that makes sense. I just... Me personally, like, there wouldn't would be wear... any other way to move it. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's yeah. no way you could do that. Plus, I, why would you, no offense, like, me personally, like, why would I want to? I mean, yes, you could go buy a custom made, like, little cart to, you know, move it around, but like, th- you're already probably paying thousands of dollars for this thing. And then now, okay, you know what? Sorry, I gotta go get a custom made cart to move this thing around anytime I yeah. want to. Yeah, but yeah. So, the body of the harp consists of a straight pillar. Um, Sometimes it's adorned with a crown at the top. Other, I mean, it can be kind of designed however, whoever makes it. I mean, yeah. some are customized. You know, it depends on the maker. Um, the soundboard in most harps are pear-shaped, and they have more width at the bottom that, that basically contains all the mechanisms for the pedals themselves. I don't, so like, I, I've seen like an actual harp and things like that, but I don't think I've actually seen, like, it, I guess it just would be interesting to see like what exactly is in the actual mechanism that's like allowing it to, to do that. So the mechanical actions there, it, it says it's made up of over 1400 different parts. Um, I'm sorry. That's like. It's like if you're like a clockmaker or like something like, like I couldn't even imagine like oh yeah. guess what my specialty is. Hold on, I gotta call my heart mechanic. <laughs> yeah, I'm like wait a minute, let me go get my heart you know maker or whatever. And like so, there's 1,400 parts and the base with the seven pedals. That's too intricate, man. Like yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot for like a clock, but that that seems like a lot. Yeah. For that so one thing. and then it also has seven strings per octave, for a total of 47 strings. Um, which gives it a range of about six and a half octaves. I mean, me just hearing that, I mean, that sounds like a lot, but I feel like you guys might explain this a little bit more. Basically, it sounds like it's the Mariah Carey of instruments. <laughs> oh, okay. That would make more sense. Yeah, so, okay. Yep, that that would be, yeah. Oof. Okay. Glass breaking to room room shaking. No, no. We're good. Uh, no, I, that's why I don't want to own one of these things. I'm just, yeah. No. So... 
the lowest strings are generally made of copper or steel, um, steel wound nylon, middle lower of cat gut. Now they're not real cat gut. That's just what they're called. Oh, no, um, okay. <laughs> they're typically with like they're made of like goats or other animals. Um, oh, but but you just. Not so, from, hold on a second. So not from cats, but they're made from like goats or other animals. Right. So, but no matter what, it's made from an animal, right? Right. Okay. That's all I wanted to make sure. Yes. Um, the middle to highest of nylon, although more, all the strings could be made of the gut. The, no. Like, what? Why would anyone and me personally like that? Just this doesn't sound appealing. Like it just—it's too heavy. It's, it needs custom things. You need to have a harp maker apparently to fix it from time to time. And then I believe to... the particular tone of the gut type strings is why they would choose gut over nylon or copper or steel wound, because apparently your intestines <laughs> of animals sound better than uh, metal. I mean, if they want to take some of mine, I wouldn't be upset. I mean, shoot! I mean, if they were if they were talking about like taking fat, I mean, like you, yeah, you know, yeah. there you go. Sure, we'll I don't think that fat. quite works the same. Yeah, I know. I don't think it does either. But those would produce such a nice, warm, rich tone. <laughs> um, so the total tension on the strings on the soundboard is roughly a ton. Okay, again, this to me, why? <laughs> like, why? Just why? I mean, just that one fact almost sounds Final Destination to me, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why, why would I want to I mean, if one instrument? of those were to break, it would... Yep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no. Um, I've seen Ghost Ship. I know what happens when a, when a, when a cord snaps like oh, that. Oh, right? nope. I, yeah, yep. I know what you're talking about. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so it does have seven pedals, like I said before. One for each key. The key... The pedals change the pitch of the strings to match the songs you're playing. So basically what... The, the pedals do is it changes the tension on the strings. So when you hit the pedal, it's essentially changing the tuning. So it, it's the mechanism is actually tensioning up the strings. So right, making it loose, making it tighter, depending on what the range of what they want to have. Right, right. so like if that. you're playing a song in the key of F, you're going to hit the F pedal and it's going to either tighten or loosen those strings and all of those strings will be tuned to F. Hmm. So you can, you know, Matt, I feel like you'd be interested in trying this. I think with 47 strings, this would not be, <laughs> this would be an instrument that would take a great deal of time to, to learn. Um, yeah. And, and I know like it, it does say like that the, there is some sort of color coding when it comes to the each octave of the string. So you will like looking at the strings, like some are white, some will be different colorings. So you would know like which octaves you were kind of looking at. But when you're looking at 47 strings and you're looking at seven pedals on the floor, it would be a very overwhelming instrument to really, really look at and like, Learning, you know, I taught myself how to play bass. I can't even play guitar that well. And that only has six strings. So. So 47 <laughs> strings to have to remember, like, <laughs> what each string, like, what octave each string is and, like, where I'm, where I'm positioning and, like, what I'm actually playing. That seems like it's a lifetime to master that one particular instrument. I mean, that, that, again... There's nothing that you've said that makes me ever want to be like, you know what? I'm going to go learn the harp, you know, or like want to do it. It's certainly interesting to, to it's like and looking at like the, the, what the mechanisms are and like hitting the pedals and like a tuning on that scale is amazing. And to have done that in the 17th century, 18th century, is amazing. Yeah. Oh no, for the technology, absolutely. It's just to me, you know, when you're talking about like who can afford these things, because I can't even. 
Oh, I can I can tell you what the <laughs> what the general cost is. Okay, go ahead. What is the general cost of this thing? A a general cost for a grand harp, I would say brand new if you were to go buy one right now. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. Would range you about twenty thousand. Okay. No, that's like literally a car. That's literally a car or two. And you need a mechanic for both of them. <laughs> yes. there, there is there is one. I, I, I looked up like what is the most expensive one. Oh, God. And it's a Lewis. I believe it says the 11th. Louis the 11th special. The Louis 11th special. Got it. I'm going to order that next time I go to the restaurant. He, oh, wait. Was he the one that got his head chopped off? I think that was the 13th. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, whatever, but go ahead. But this Louis the Eleventh special is roughly two hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and that was that was only one of them. Most of them were two fifty, some were three hundred, some were four hundred. Okay, so again, why? That's a house. <laughs> it's like that's it's no. a this one's a special like collectors oh, like no. edition kind of very very collectors. Oh right, because yeah. the, the the fine art society of the world <laughs> wants to collect a two hundred and what was it two hundred forty, two hundred fifty roughly. Well, yeah, probably two hundred to two fifty. Okay, no, like that's a house, man. <laughs> I'm not buying a harp. That's a house. Like no, but the problem with this instrument is, it was the reason probably why too it wasn't as popular, you know, like like for households, right? Because it's not you can't. One, probably move it as much, right? But two, it's not meant for, um, you know, for the general like public to be like, oh, I'm going to own a harp and call it a day. No, it was more for that modern, like, high yeah. society, you know. But it, you're right. I think the, the mechanism itself and, like, how, you know, like, the tuning and everything else, it, that's why it reminded me of a clock because there's so many little, like, right. intricate, you know, things that you need to do with it. So yeah. it's like you might as well just say, hey, um, I know you do my clock, man, but. Can you look at my harp for me with the fourteen hundred <laughs> intricate, you know, things? But it's like, no, nah, I, I just it's it's a really interesting, you know, instrument. And I think like, yeah, you know, you would you would not have one of these generally in your home, which makes it you know, it does make it very complicating, like if you do play it, because like if you are gonna go and play this instrument, where are you gonna practice it? Like you're gonna have to go to this music hall, and if you don't own the music hall, you're not getting in there until the night of your performance. So yeah, how are you practicing? You know, and and that's where I think, with technology being where it's at today. Today, I mean, in the 17th century, maybe that was different, but well, yeah, be, technology being where it's at today, I I wouldn't need to have a physical grand harp in my house to be able to play one. Right. And I mean, with, like you're saying, like with, um, you know, computers and everything else, I mean, they have generated things. Now, granted, yes, a lot of people are like, well, that's not the real thing. Well, unfortunately, you know, with a lot of people, unless you have, let's say, thousands of dollars or equipment like what we have now or stuff like that, you can't, it's hard to be like, you know what, I'm going to go learn to play the guitar and like learn to do certain things because you need all these equipment. You So like, that's another alternative where, yeah, it's not the real thing, but I mean, you can at least kind of learn maybe the chords. You can learn all that stuff so that when you do say, let's play the, you know, guitar or bass or whatever, you at least have the understanding, right? So like, that's the beauty of technology now is you can learn all these things, even if you don't have the physical item and maybe yeah. you're waiting to get it or something. You know what I mean? Cause like, that's the beauty of that. You know what I think of that. Remote harping. <laughs> no, he's like, hold on. I don't even know. Oh, sorry. I, I like, I don't even know how. Like I know how it sounds in my head, but like I, I'm not gonna repeat it. Like I don't really know how like it would yeah. sound like. But it's a it is a really amazing instrument to hear. And again, like the Chapman stick, like YouTube Grand Harp. It's it's just an amazing instrument to hear. It's not one of those like you're not gonna hear it in today's music. I, I mean, unless you're you know somebody does like an orchestral yeah. or you know. It's not something like that, but it's not, you know, it's it's not really mainstream, you know, music nowadays, but it's a really interest, interesting sounding instrument. And it's, when you hear somebody who can really play it good, like, it's one, it's, I think to me, it's like 
really relaxing to hear it. Well, it's relaxing. It's it's beautiful. Like it's it's very melodic. It it, it just really kind of it's almost like zen. Like you just sit there and you're like, huh. you know, you're just kind of like relax. There's not like a whole lot going on. It's not like you're playing it like, you know, like it, it's yeah. like loud and it's yeah. Right but in that'd be face. awesome though. <laughs> <laughs> Distor- distorted overdrive harp. Yeah, distorted overdriven. <laughs> you're like, whoa, what's harp. going on with this? It, wait, wait, wait. Metal harp. Wait. You should patent the idea, Greg. <laughs> Get it going, right? <laughs> I had to learn how to play one. I mean, first. yeah, and you also yeah. what? I was a twenty thousand. Right, you have to get twenty thousand. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's, that's all. all. Yeah, twenty thousand. No big deal. And by the way, you also got to get a custom made cart, just oh, yeah. specifically so you could. And I got to hire the mechanic. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds like you got a lot of work on your hands. Yeah, <laughs> I work some weekends. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. What else do we got, Matt? Because I know we got. I feel like we got maybe one more thing. Um, I mean, there's really not much. I mean, I don't have any more instruments on, you know, on the the docket for me to to talk about. But I know, you know, we kind of briefly touched on, you know, how, you know, technology has changed, um, you know, in the process of making music. And I think, you know, you you think of, I mean, most of the, you know, stuff that you mentioned at the start of the show that you listen to. I mean, most of those are created with electronic instruments using samples and di- and different things. And you know, some of the some of the various you know instruments that we use in today's music, like are you know electronic flutes and electronic woodwood instruments that can literally sound like any kind of an instrument. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not discrediting the whole you know, the electronic based, like, you know, wood, wood instruments or like the wind and everything else. But like technology has come to the point where, you know, I hate saying this, but like, like when we always mention like garage band and things like that, you can, you can literally put in, you know, sounds of like guitars and things like that. Now, granted, it's not the same thing. It's not the true genuine sound of what the actual instrument makes, but I do find it interesting that you can have, I think, when we were talking about the before the episode, the the actual flute being, you know, like a like basically the body of it, but then you're just like you're pressing it, like almost yeah. yes, like Guitar Hero, I guess, in in some respects. But like you're doing it, but it does like actually sound like it, which is interesting because then you really like, unfortunately, with the instruments in general, you really don't need them anymore. Like you really don't need to have a flute. Or you know a bassoon, or you know, or trumpet, or whatever, right? Because yeah. there is always these sounds that we can recreate. And I mean, as as great as it sounds, like nothing beats like the sound of like a real trumpet, or a real saxophone, or a real flute. But well, you know, with like the technology always improving, you know, these instrument sounds are getting better and better. And right. yeah, you know, you could have a band that is using one of these and I've been part of a you know a, a worship teams that have used these electronic you know woodwind instruments and you know the individual that was playing it would play a flute in one song and play something else in another and generally like you wouldn't ever see something like that occur because if somebody plays a flute they're playing a flute oh yeah it. right because you can't That's change it, it. yeah so, you know, it's interesting on that on that front where you can have somebody play multiple instruments on the fly mm-hmm. and not have to worry about having multiple people bring those instruments. You literally can just have one person and you have that, which is... Right. It, it's it's a cool thing, you know, and they're they're making new things all the time. Like, I saw more of an ad, but you know, they're making synth guitars. Mm, yeah, where there's not even strings on it. The whole neck is touch pads, and you would strum like you strum a guitar, or you can use your fingers. But you can you can make synth sounds. You can you can do dubstep on this thing. What? You can you can use it to actually you can use it to actually play guitar. 
and your fingers, when you put it on in like chord patterns, will play that chord. Hmm. Like, so there's no tuning. There's no tuning. There's no strings. There's no nothing. It's the whole neck is just a touchpad. So then, how would you? It's all. It's a MIDI instrument, so it's all programmed onto the guitar oh, itself. Okay. So you would have to go into the program and like change certain tuning in the. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so you would have to go into the guitar and program the guitar of what sounds like you want. See, that is nerdy. Like that is like a whole nother level of music, and then like adding the technical aspect in the the technology. Like that is interesting, but it sucks because you have to be both. To be able to even go into that realm, but I mean, most musicians you do have to be, you know, m I would say most, if not all, are both geeky and nerdy because you have to be both. Yeah, I mean, because you need to have that technical aspect, and then you also need to understand, like, yes, you have to have the passion of playing that particular instrument and, and so on and so forth, like that. Yeah. But, well, so it's funny you're talking about you're talking about how. Um, you know, the technology is changing and everything like that. So we've come a long way from where digital and electronic technology started. I just found out this little tidbit. Did you ever hear the movie Flight of the Navigator? Yeah. I, I understand yeah. maybe you have, but maybe I haven't. So you <laughs> can explain so, this. But so you've heard of it. I've heard of it, yes. Well, well, the music in it, that was the first movie to incorporate strictly uh, syn synthesized music. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And you figure that paved the way. I mean, if you've watched Stranger Things, that's pretty much all the music in that is is the yeah. same style. Um, but yeah, this movie from 1986, they were totally flexing on how, um, you know, how they were doing things with synthesizers. They were just like, hey, watch what we can do. And they made a, a full movie score with just synthesizers. Wow. And then you think about how far we've come now. Now somebody could, you could listen to a CD. Somebody could be playing digital um, you know, digital instruments, and you wouldn't know it. No, and that's that's the part where you know I feel like when you say, "Oh yeah, I'm playing a real instrument." Okay, somebody's on like let's say a concert tour or whatever, and they're like, "Okay, go ahead and play that guitar," and you're like, "Uh, uh, a G," uh, <laughs> you know, like they they get they froze up. But it's right. but it's interesting because like you're right. If you had like that synthesizer, if you had you know that like that new guitar like that allows you to do that. I mean, you could be like, hey, don't worry, man. I could be like, you know, Led Zeppelin or I could be Jimi Hendrix in like two seconds. Like, no problem. You know, like, wait a minute. Like, no, that you're, you're going on another level. And they only had those instruments to play, you know, like they didn't have like what we have now, right? So they're playing with that. So it's like, I don't think you're going to say like some of the greats are better than, or sorry, let me rephrase that. The synthesized, the synthesized music that we're playing now is not better than the like the originals. Like you, you, I would love to hear an original, you know, band or something like that actually play their own music instead of like, okay, hold on, man, ding ding, ding you know, like and like just do it from there. Push yeah. a button. Yeah, well, that's like, even. Like, I mean, you know. that that's even. I mean, you even look at some of the the newer guitar amps and stuff that they were using now, compared to the. What, like 70s, 80s, yeah, depending the, on? The, the 70s guitar amps, like the tube amps. Oh, yeah. From like the, the 60s and 70s, completely different tones. Yeah. And you can try to replicate them all you want. You're never going to get like that pure sound that is going to mimic those. Unless you, know, you get one, which probably is hard to find, but yeah. With technology improving, yes, you may get better. And arguably with ai maybe you can get closer but it's still you know it's not going to be a perfect system but like now that you mentioned that better. i i did see something recently that there was a lot of um it was like facebook tiktok i don't know one of those things but it was showing like different artists like like an ai version of like a different artist playing like a certain let's i don't know i'm just gonna throw a random name like uh like michael jackson or something like that like so like the the songs that they were playing like they're doing it in their own you know voice but really it's ai creating that version of that song with this other person so let's say um usher i don't know or someone random right just like but using their voice to do that song and they're not actually singing it but it's the ai doing it and i was like 
it's scary. Like it's almost like music nowadays doesn't even have to be the original person. No. You can literally recreate like once you have that sample, it's like you can steal someone's music and not, you know what I mean? And it, it's scary like that because you don't have to do anything. I actually saw a different article, um, and I believe it was Paul McCartney saying that they used AI to recreate John Lennon's voice in their last album. What? I read a thing, too, that said that there's about to be a brand new AI-generated Beatles album with all brand new songs. <laughs> Yeah, what? and well, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like they they used AI to cre- recreate John Lennon's voice yep. for the, for that album. I don't want so, but that's what I'm saying. Like I understand it's great to be able to do that, like recreate maybe like certain voices, certain things like that. But now you're going into another realm of like this is like legal issues on so much. Like Paul McCartney could literally sue these guys to do this because well, they, I mean, part, I think Paul McCartney is the one. Oh, is I he mean, the one they're, they're promoting they're, it? They're putting it out, but. It's another one of those things like are they going to be able to use that AI voice if they if they were to go like on tour or if they ever do go on tour. Right. Like it's crazy though. Like like it's great that you could recreate voices and like certain sounds and certain things like that, but it it, it goes into another realm that I don't think that we're ready to It it see opens yet. the door of like should we use AI yeah. for that purpose? Well, I don't know, Matt. Well, probably not. But Skynet. <laughs> I was thinking Should it. Should we say Skynet? I was thinking it. It sounds like Skynet is the end-all, be-all. Like, that's what we should just head to now. Is that what we're saying? I, I feel like... <laughs> I, I, I feel like we've maybe, like, taken the idea of Skynet, and then we're just using it to create music and write books. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Was, wasn't there a news article we talked about where it was... Oh, yeah, it was the, uh, the writer strike. The writer strike. Yeah, and how AI is now being replacing them for getting their jobs for like scripts and stuff. So yeah. like, there's an actual app that you can use to like have like scripts and other ideas. And so the writers were getting so upset that, Ooh, we can just use, what was it? Chat, chat GPT, right? Yeah. I think is what that, it is. That's the main one. Yeah. yeah. And so it's that same idea where they want to be able to, I mean, their whole argument is they, they don't want to be replaced by AI, but they want to use AI to create, to still create their ideas. Right. Even though we both said, well, why don't you um, stop being lazy and just do your job? Yeah, but, why don't you yes. use your, <laughs> well, you, know. you know, why don't you use your imagination? Imagination. <laughs> use your noggin. You know, that's a concept. Um, but no, and I think you're right. I think AI, where we're going now, it's, like you said, it's it's becoming scary. Like we're getting to a point where do we cross the line or do we... <laughs> Or do we? It's just, it's, just it's, it? it's going to a weird place. We're like, we're using AI because we don't want to actually do anything. We want AI to do everything else for us. And that's, ex- I mean, you look at the Matrix and you look at, <laughs> unfortunately, you look at Terminator and that's exactly where they ended up. Um, but, you know, we, we don't want to write our own music. Let's use AI. We don't want to write our own books. Let's, let's use AI. I'm going to college. Let's use AI. I, <laughs> but no, it, but that's what students yeah, no, no, no. are doing. I don't, oh, I, I don't want to write my own essays. Use AI. I'm going to use AI. Well, hold on. I'm going to college right now, and I can tell you right now. You're using AI. I'm not using AI. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not using AI. Actually, I'm taking the time to actually write this stuff out. I don't really want to be in college anymore. But the, 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 I think what you're trying to say is, too, is that um, you know, we're using technology way too much. To yes. the point of we're becoming lazy ourselves, and we need to go back to the basics, right? Because if we don't learn, right? Because all I think about is Wally, 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 right. where they're all lazy, fat humans, and they're all like roly polyolies, and they're just like walking around. Or idiocracy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that one too. Where they use Gatorade to uh, water the water the garden. Yeah, they said it's it's electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> it has electrolytes, John. <laughs> so, but I agree. It, it's one of those things that I'm like, you know. Why can't we go back to the basics? Like, why, why are we making it, we're making it too easy, which that's helpful in some areas, but we do need to remember that the basics are always where we need to be. It's, it does not need to go any further than that. I, I, if we go into the Skynet thing, man. It's all fun and games until Skynet happens. That's true. <laughs> we don't need to go Skynet mode. Wow. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, so we do thank you all for joining us. Um, if you 
do us a favor, if, whether you're on Spotify or Apple, just give us a rating. If you are on Apple, give us a review. Um, it, it goes a long way to, you know, let us know how you're feeling about our show. Um, Apple, you can give us the review. On Spotify, you can only do the rating, which is the, the stars. Um, but it does give us an idea of how you guys are feeling about our, our show. So if you want to go ahead and, and you know give us a, a positive rating, that would be great. Um, we would definitely appreciate that. And, of course, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, stay, stay geeky. geeky.